Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 167. It is Friday, March 9th. I'm your host, Kellen, with me, Tim. Tim, say hi. What up, world? Tim here. So, uh, big things happened this week. Well, one huge thing that wasn't really expected, that's Android P dropped, and then we also got, if I can even find the dang thing, a Galaxy S9 now. So, uh those are kind of the two big topics for the show is let's talk about android p what's new who can get it what's the deal when's stable coming what does android p stand for we don't know spoiler on that uh then we'll dive into galaxy s9 some thoughts as you guys know we we never go to mwc and that's where they showed off the s9 s9 plus this is actually our first time touching feeling using the device so uh Mm. uh, we'll go into that uh then we'll talk about some other stuff like the huawei p20 essentials maybe next phone htc u12 fortnite on mobile uh and then of course we'll wrap up with our second week in a row of trivia uh last week we just kind of tossed out some questions got a feel for it we're still kind of getting a feel for it but uh we're gonna do more trivia and we're gonna we're gonna try to hand out some prizes maybe some google play credit or something we'll see see how that goes we're still again ironing out some of these things but uh anyway trivia is back and yes, prizes. I did say prizes. So, all right, let's uh, let's start with Android P. So, uh, if we look back to last year, Android O first developer preview dropped like mid to late ish March. Um, so it's March, and uh, kind of figured they were going to drop Android P at this point, assuming they went with last year's schedule, and they did that this week. Um, so it's available to. Pixel, Pixel XL, Pixel 2, Pixel 2 XL. Those are the only four devices that can get in on this preview. It is not a beta, so you can't sign up through the Android beta program and then grab it. You have to, well, let's just say it's like, it's a, this is a developer build. This is the first build. It's an alpha build. Google is suggesting that you don't flash this thing unless you are a developer and you need to start getting things ready for Android P. Um, even if you are like a tinkerer, you should kind of be careful. I mean, like I've got it on a Pixel 2 XL like it runs okay. I mean, there's definitely some stuff broken. Um, and I haven't like left the house a bunch with it to know like how like wireless connectivity is. I, I would just be careful. If I was you. Either way, those four phones, so if you want it, you can manually get in there and ADB some stuff. Uh, related note, this has been confirmed as now the end essentially for the Nexus 6P, the Nexus 5X, and even the Pixel C. Uh, I mean, all these devices are, they're pretty old, um, like three years old at this point, two and a half, three years old. Uh, either way, they're at that sort of end of life for major software updates. They will still get security patches, I believe, uh, through most of the year. Uh, but in terms of getting Android P big software updates, those three devices are, they're just, they're cut off. People have to keep in mind that the Nexus 6P, Nexus 5X, and the Pixel C were launched in 2015. So yeah. that that that's, I mean, that's like three years ago. So, it, you know, it happens. Yes, it sucks. I'm not saying it doesn't suck. Like iOS devices that were released five years ago were still getting updates. But, you know, this is Android. <laughs> yeah. Google supported them for as long as they typically say they will. The Pixel C, we weren't really sure. Um how long that was going to last because they don't have another tablet, right? There is no other Google owned tablet. Um, and so when that thing 
it was kind of like the Nexus player in a way, right? You know, like they keep pushing updates to the Nexus player, which is, I, I think it's older than all of these devices. Um, they keep pushing updates to it because they don't have anything else to push like test builds of things to and early builds of things to. So I kind of assume maybe the Pixel C would last a little bit longer, but it's also running, you know, an NVIDIA chip that who knows if NVIDIA wants to support at all anymore, you know? Well, I guess they probably are still putting that in stuff, but I mean, it's like running pretty old hardware at this point. I have no idea how the Pixel C runs. Do you still have one of those things? Somewhere. You're like, I haven't turned that thing on in two years. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be somewhere. Um, the You mentioned the Nexus Player. That was released in 2014. Uh, so, I mean, that's pretty impressive in terms of like what other devices see, right? It's only got one gig of RAM. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, the Nexus player, which I have hooked up to the monitor behind me, um, it's like, I think it's the only box running Oreo. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah, like the Shield TV is not running Oreo. I don't think anything else is. So it is. It doesn't run it very well, but it runs it. Uh, all right. So, in terms of uh, how this rollout will play out, Android P, uh, this is developer preview one. Uh, we should get a second build developer preview two in May. And we're just assuming that's going to be at google io i think the last like three years they've dropped a preview of some sort at io so expect that i mean on their calendar it says early may so that's when io is so we're preview to it may uh in may that will be a beta at least that's what they're hoping to be a beta so then you'll be able to sign up to the android beta program and you should then just get the thing over the air and you wouldn't have to flash anything so um that's a pretty big deal uh then we're talking Final APIs and official SDK in developer preview three, probably early June-ish. And then preview four, they're like fast tracking to then probably end of June. Like it looks like we're getting two previews in June, which is kind of odd, but we may. So we may get three and four, and then there'll be one more preview of five towards uh, probably late July, August, at some point probably in, in Q3, and then the final stable release. Um which in the past has always come out in August. Well, the last couple of years has come out in August. I guess that's that sounds about right again. So we're kind of on that same schedule we've been on for the last couple of years. Either way, this first preview is out. I, I don't know that I'd recommend many people flash it, but you can if you're crazy. If you're crazy. So uh, let's talk about what's new. Uh, we have two lists currently going. There's like the the stuff that Google announced, which is more like the developer-focused stuff. And then there's like the other list where it's just us like poking around in Android P to see what we found. Uh, do you want to run through like the develop, like the list that Google just laid out, at least like a couple of the big things? Absolutely. It would be my pleasure. Uh, there's actually quite a bit. Um, of course, you know, in the developer stuff, uh, and, you know, this is sort of marketed towards developers, at least this first developer preview. So they highlighted all these changes. The first big one, of course, is display cutout support. And yeah, whether you, Love it or hate it, display cutouts are apparently coming and they're going to be natively supported inside of Android P. So yes, they are. deal with it. <laughs> so what you can do is say, even if you already have a phone that's running Android P, um, kind of like Kellen, uh, I believe that that's what you were using in one of your posts where you go into the developer options and you enable, uh, you sim- sim- simulate a display with a cutout. And so you can kind of, I guess, see what it looks like. Maybe you can get your eyes used to it, you know, get used to that clock being on the left-hand side and the battery and the cell signal on the right-hand side, you know, deal with it. Um, so there's that. There is a indoor positioning with Wi-Fi RT. This is what it looks like. There's that uh, notch. So yeah, you just enable. So developers can build like to how their apps need to work around a notch. It's pretty, a, it's pretty funky. It is. 
I mean, yeah. obviously, it doesn't work on this phone because this phone has a giant top bezel. You know, it doesn't. Sure. But that is. Yeah. And there's three different yeah. versions, like a wide, a tall, and a narrow, because yeah. they're expecting people to build all sorts of different versions of this notch. Give me the notch. Yeah. Um, also, um, platform support is being added for IEEE. 802.11mc Wi-Fi protocol, which is the Wi-Fi round trip time RTT. And so with it, you can basically your phone will ping its position off of uh, local Wi-Fi access points. And so you can get um, very um, good using trigonometry, I'm assuming. Um, you can get your position indoors. So say you're at a shopping mall or airport and you can position yourself within that area using say like google maps or something like that very well so that'll be cool um notifications of course getting kind of reworked um, or at least enhanced and they talk about um focusing on notification channels uh, improving those and how they operate um seeing full images inside of notifications so say someone sends you a picture through hangouts or android messages you'll see the full picture not just kind of like a cropped little thumbnail of it um, it's not going to take up your whole screen, but it's just going to show the full image in a smaller area. Um, the ability to save replies as drafts. Uh, not exactly sure how that works in with notifications unless you're using the inline reply button and maybe you could save those as drafts. I guess that would be. I'm just wondering where those are going to store. Like, how do you access a draft again? I assume they would store inside of the messy messaging app that you're Must using. Be, right? If it's Android messages or Allo. Build that out, I guess, but yeah. Yeah. Um, or any other messaging app that you're using, like a third party could just work that in. I'm sure it's just a single line of code probably for them. Probably. Um, Moving on down the list. Well, that notification stuff is, seems pretty like Android's always been amazing in notifications. Like when yeah. you compare it to like iOS, which is like a disaster on notifications, like it just Google keeps finding ways to actually improve this stuff. Like with each build, I feel like, or I should say version, uh, we've gotten more advanced, you know, like quick replies and things like that. Now, like smart replies are becoming a thing everywhere. These pictures that are actually going to show full, like right now, if I send you a message on Hangouts, it shows like in a widescreen, like half of the image, right? Like it cuts mm-hmm. the whole thing. So like now you'll see like the whole, it might be a little thumbnail, but like they're going to make it so it's clear to like see people. Um, the th- fact that you can do drafts and stuff, I don't know, like the, the notification stuff, I think is pretty cool. And we'll talk later about how they look because that's a whole other story. Yeah, Google also specifically mentions for notifications that the um, the Android P platform supports the same suggested replies available in your messaging app. So suggested replies could be system-wide now, um, regardless of what you're doing. So we all know suggested replies, smart replies, and we love them. Moving on down, we've got multi-camera support and camera updates. So for the... Multi cameras, I guess. So we've got, let's say you've got a front camera, back camera. I guess you could have both feeds going simultaneously, kind of like what a 360 camera can do where, you know, you're seeing whatever's happening in front of you, but then you can also get that live kind of reaction, face reaction going at the same time and record that as a single uh, kind of stream or video. So I think that's cool. They also talk about Innovative features not possible with just a single camera, such as seamless zoom, bokeh, and stereo vision. So, I mean, again, this is all developers need to work yeah. on this and incorporate it's it. Because, like, hasn't LG had, uh, again, yeah. like Android all constantly, right? Is like they kind of take, like, in, in terms of, um, 
the base layer of Android. Like they constantly kind of pull stuff from like the skins that Samsung and LG have done over the years like this. I mean, like LG has had like a multi-camera shot thing for in their camera for probably like two or three years, haven't they? Yep. Yeah, I mean, a lot of these like kind of software tweaks we have seen before from other OEMs, but as always, kind of, you know, Google takes their time making this stuff native. So, I mean, and OEMs are still kind of, I wouldn't say years ahead, but well ahead of, you know, Google in terms of like incorporating this stuff. I mean, Samsung had multi-window and all that for years before Google ever thought about it, probably. So, well, not thought about it, but just implemented it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the rest is a lot of just kind of developer jargon, like HDR VP9 video, um, which is able to deliver HDR enabled movies to users from YouTube, play movies and other sources. Well, the nice thing about that is it's now native too, right? Right. Like LG and I think Samsung and I think Sony, like they've released phones that have like this probably like proprietary version of building an HDR support. Now Google's like, no, we're going to just build this in. So if you want to support HDR, you can pretty easily, which is kind of cool. And for apps to like add that on and not have to probably license through OEMs and do some extra crap. Like it's just gonna be part of Android. Mm-hmm. Could be a big deal if you I mean like if you care about watching HDR content on your phone, I don't know that I do, but if you do, big deal. Yeah. Um, of course, there there is a long list, and we could probably go all day just talking about developer stuff. But if you want to see the full list, we've got the write-up. And um, also, the Android team published a video on YouTube that sort of just overviews all the developer-centric stuff. They did talk about autofill framework. Um, mm-hmm. Like, autofill for uh, 8.0, I thought, was one of the biggest... You know, like, I was a password locker guy forever, and... And while I still use, I think I'm using Dashlane at the moment, but like having, cause like all my passwords are stored in my Google account, right? Through Chrome. And so like that syncing through OS, I thought the autofill stuff was a huge deal. The problem with it on 8.0, it's like not very good. It pops up sometimes, doesn't pop up. I don't know if you use it much in any of like, oh, I, I do. Yeah. Like it, sometimes it's great. Sometimes you go, okay, pop up, just give me the autofill. Where's just the autofill? Yeah. Yeah. So they apparently improved it. They haven't really said how they improved it, but. Apparently they've improved it and I'm all for autofill framework improvement because autofill is actually fantastic. Autofill saves me all the time. I mean, when I'm kind of like, you know, when we open up new phones all the time, you know, we got to log into so many different accounts and apps and just being able to log in super yeah. seamlessly and easy like that. Uh, it's a lifesaver. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we also put together a list of the other stuff that Google, we kind of do this every time, right? Like every time a new version comes out, we drop the list of the developer changes Google wants you to know about. Cause a couple of them tend to be a big deal. Like when picture in picture was announced or whatever, that was a big deal. But then they also just make all these changes to Android that they don't say. And so we spend hours and hours digging through. Um, and this version, I don't want to say like there's a brand new look to this version of Android, but we do have quite a bit of change at least to the notification pull down um there's some colors and setting like there's more color everywhere and it feels like this is a newish material design language with rounded corners on everything it's very iOSy. i'm not gonna lie it's very iOSy, which is uh kind of annoying especially since we're now adopting notch support like google's going like full ios clone at kind of the same time which is mm. Anyways, um, so let's see. In terms of changes, there's a new Pixel Launcher out. Uh, there's It's the Android P version of the Pixel Launcher. We pulled it immediately, and you can just install it on, I think, most devices. Uh, at least runs on, like, Oreo. I think we're, we both had it running on our Pixel devices pretty easy. I had it running on the Essential phone, which is on 8.1 right now. Um, there's not really any changes to it other than, like, there's this shaded sort of 
3D layer of the bottom drawer area. And anyway, if you want to run an Android P Pixel launch, you can. Uh, but they've changed some stuff like volume controls now are kind of weird. Like when you change the volume, you get this new pop-out slider. I could probably like show all this stuff as it happens. So you get this new pop-out slider. And when you adjust the volume, it actually only controls um, media volume. That's like the default. So like when you're like, oh, I want to turn my volume down to my ringer. I don't think that's actually what that's doing, even though I'm not in any media application. Like it's just media stuff. Um, but then you have this button down here that does oops, that just changes you between like vibrate, call, that sort of thing. It's kind of odd. But what's cool is when you're attached to multiple like audio devices, like say you're attached to a head pair of headphones and then you're playing like through like casting to your Google Home and you pop out the volume and you hit this like media box. You can control each of them like individually, which is kind of cool. Like you, so you have this like really, really nice advanced controls over all the devices you may be connected to, which is kind of cool. so they've changed like that. Um, it, but we should probably show like this notification thing. So <laughs> the notification situation is a little weird. Like it's it's very iOSy. Um, it's rounded corners. Everything's separated into cards. Here, I'll pull up a card. Um, and not only that, but like the the theme has kind of changed now. There's like color and everything, but you can see like how these two are separated cards. That's how iOS does. Oh, iOS has a little bit more of a like buffer in between each card. It's 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 kind of a thing. I mean, it looks fine. I don't like it when I look at this. It doesn't remind me exactly of iOS. It just we're kind of getting that direction. Um, you know, you know they've changed some like minor functionality, and again we're on the show, so I don't want to go through all of this stuff, but like. They're just kind of adding more polish to it. Um, they also included this new markup tool for screenshots, so which is actually pretty cool. I mean, like if you take a screenshot and you used to be frustrated by not having easy tools to just crop and mark up and write on and stuff, they've added this markup tool, which is cool. And you can you can sideload that right now. I think XDA pulled that and put that together. Um, scrolling through the list here to see what... Oh, <laughs> it's so funny. Text zooming. When you're scrolling through text... Um, if you type in a text box and you put your finger in, like try to scroll between to move the cursor, you now get a pop-up zoom box. I, I kind of can't believe that stock Android hasn't had this for a long time, but it now does. And it's apparently a big deal. It's been one of those iOS things, I think from day one. And I think Sony phones have done it for a while and some other phones have, but now Android does that too. Um, let's see. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. Man. Yeah, I mean, they made changes to do not disturb. There's like a new lockdown mode where it disables the fingerprint reader temporarily. Um, the always on display has a couple of changes like now at the bottom. And I know you can't see that. Um, it's your battery percentage is always down there at the bottom now. It didn't used to be. So you constantly know what your battery percentage is. What else was big though? Outside of the notification stuff, that markup. I mean, they, they made some changes. That's for sure. Like when you are using it, things do look different. Um, I mean, like your home screen and the icons, stuff like that, nothing's changed there. Um, you did mention one of my complaints, which is that clock moving over here to this side. Um, you know, iOS is like that too. They've got like some status stuff over here, clock over here. They've separated it. Android forever has had the clock and status stuff over here on the same side. I don't like this. I mean, I wrote like an entire piece on how I think it's a really stupid move for Android um, to move the clock over there, but the clock has moved over there. That could obviously change. This is preview one. Um, yeah, that's, that's sort of it. I mean, there's a whole bunch of changes, but 
none of it's really worth like talking about on air. What do you think about Android P so far? Well, you don't even have it flashed, do you? No, I'm afraid I'm waiting for the beta. You know, I mean, I I I use the two XL as like my daily driver. So having any type of uh, developmental issues, something like that, I I ain't about that life. So I'll just let you experience experience it for the both of us. I, I'm fine. You on beta, you'll be like, what is this? It's glorious. <laughs> Hopefully, they fix a bunch of this stuff. But. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is developer preview one. So, you know, the list is as we has it right now, as we have it right now could change. Um, new stuff can come. Some things can go. Who knows? Um, we're, we're a ways away from like August or Q3 is when we're expecting it. So we've got time so far. I really, I actually kind of like the look. Um, I don't mind the look either. I'm yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I don't mind the look so much. It kind of goes very well, I think, with the Pixel 2 XL, with the kind of rounded screen corners and all that, and just sort of rounded in, mm-hmm. in general. Like, it works. Not yeah. everything needs to be 90 degrees. Um, So, I'm down with the P. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, I think it's... I think it's... Uh, I think it's got some nice changes. There's some stuff we'll have to get used to, but... uh. I think overall it's got some nice changes. It's got some nice. It doesn't have like any overhauls that I'm like totally excited about. Like there's not one thing in Android P that I can point out and say, oh yeah, I'm totally digging that. I'm actually more excited about the hardware that will come and with Android P because I know like we've talked about this, but I sort of dig the notch. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's some iterations that are better than others, but I'm excited to see what the hardware makers do with Android P. Like, how are they going to butcher it with their custom skins or like, you know, whether the display is going to be like bezels. I'm just much more interested in that at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel you. Um, I'm just ready for it to get more stable to see where it goes too. So what, one of those things would you just mention? things will probably change. Like we've written up these huge feature lists and complained about things, but this is preview one, like Google changes stuff all the time between these previews. So before the beta, like a whole bunch of stuff might change um, as they take feedback, see what's working, what's not working, that sort of thing. So this is the first preview and it's totally fine. Again, I wouldn't recommend most people run it, but uh, you can run it if you want. Yeah, Scott Washington in the chat says, are you guys pretending like Wi-Fi triangulation isn't a major change, LOL? Yeah, no, I I think that might be the biggest uh, part of it. <laughs> Wi-Fi RTT is going to be huge. Not that I'm the kind of person sure. who gets lost in a shopping mall or airport. I but... get lost in my house, which is where I spend like 99% of my time. So. Yeah, and what's great now is that typically you would need three or more, sort of like how your car's GPS works or whatever, you know. I mean, you need three satellites pinging it so it can triangulate the position. So what we have with our in-home Wi-Fi, our Wi-Fi points, it can use the separate points, not just a single Wi-Fi router. And maybe we can get some legit positioning inside of our home. This, I mean, if someone was a conspiracy theorist and Google now can know exactly where you are inside your home, they send the SWAT team, FBI and stuff. I mean, they, they, they can know everything now. So watch, watch out people. (laughs) I would start investing in aluminum foil ASAP. We always forget to have like that handy. We need to like set a reminder every time we do a show to like have the tinfoil handy. You can just reach over and just. I had I had my hat sitting here for a long time, but then like just last week I was cleaning the office and I threw it away, and now I regret it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, that's Android P. 
Uh, not huge, huge changes, but there's actually quite a bit of stuff. There, there always is, right? We always, it, like on the surface, we kind of go, eh, this isn't a very big update. And then you start looking through and Google does change quite a bit of stuff. Sometimes we don't understand why they're changing stuff like the clock moving. I still don't get it, but uh, yeah. So anyway, be on the lookout May for that beta and uh, things will probably change and become much more stable at that point if it does go into beta because they're allowing anyone to get it at that point. <clears throat> all right so galaxy s9 galaxy s9 all right so we have a galaxy s9 s9 plus actually from at&t it is the lilac purple mm. Ooh. uh it is well we've unboxed it we're working on review we'll get all the other stuff done that we typically do um you hate uh, it. it see i don't hate it you're bored <clears throat> like losing my voice already um yeah i've used it now for about it's been about 24 hours. The phone is totally fine. <laughs> Here <laughs> <You know>? we go. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just not, it doesn't feel new like at all. Like it just feels like the SA. Actually, I mentioned this in my unboxing, but it feels like it feels edgier on the edges. Like the S, the S8 Plus, I remember being much rounder, I thought. Not that that's not like a complaint. It just, it feels like slightly different in hand. It also feels super heavy. And I don't know if it's heavier than the other ones. I haven't like compared the weights, but which I kind of like. Like that was one of those things I liked about the Essential phone was like how heavy it felt. It just felt like a little tank. This phone feels kind of that same way. I would say it feels less glassy and more metallic, if that makes sense. Like it just has a different kind of weight to it. Um, they also just made the color shine through much better. Like I don't, if you remember the purple version of last year's phone, like you had to like kind of turn it sometimes to get like this thing. Like it's purple. Like I don't need to give you an angle. Like it's just purple. And then like the frame is this matte purple finish, which is kind of cool looking. Uh, it's a nice looking phone. I, I'm not trying to just like trash on. It. It's just that like obviously not a lot has changed from last year. Um, we do have that centered fingerprint reader there. Um. As much as that change is nice, I, I don't know that I think Samsung uses the best fingerprint readers. I complained about this last year, I think, that I thought it was slow and that it didn't read that often. And people were like, you're crazy. Mine's the fastest thing ever. Well, this one's exactly the same. Like you put your finger over there and it does unlock pretty good. It just doesn't seem as fast as like Google's, even LG's, even Essentials. Like, and those give you kind of like this haptic feedback. Like this, you get no feedback. Like you just hope that you got your finger on there to unlock. So. Um, I haven't tested the camera much, but I am looking forward to that. I did take like a picture of uh, my cat last night, like kind of in a darkish lit situation in my house. And when I looked back at it, I was like, oh my God, that's a good picture. Like there was something about like the way it captured his face that was just really, really good. Uh, but like the software hasn't really changed. Um, it's running Oreo, but it's that Samsung, Samsung Experience 9. Uh, it, it just, it, like, it just looks familiar. Like, like all the notifications areas, like they, I don't like them because they're off often too cramped, but it just looks, it looks normal. The performance seems fine so far. <laughs> it's got them on screen, but it's got stereo speakers. I did listen to a, or watch a video or something last night, cranked up those speakers. So that's been nice. And I did like the ear test. Like I put each one in my ear to make sure they were. So the stereo speakers are very, very nice. Uh, USB-C, it's got a headphone. I mean, like I mentioned this, the unboxing, it's amazing how much stuff Samsung packs into these phones. I mean, like other people keep cutting out, uh, you know, headphone jacks or they don't have wireless charging or they don't have an SD slot or they only have one camera or whatever it is, right? Like Samsung, this has a 3,500 milliampere battery in it. It still has a headphone jack. It has stereo speakers. Now it's water resistant. It has two cameras. 
Like it's not missing a single thing. It has wireless charge, fast wireless charging at that. It has an SD card. So like it's not missing anything. And it's like where everyone else is trying to build notches in. Like it doesn't really have that big a top and bottom. Like design wise, I don't know that you can really top what Samsung's saying. Well, I prefer the look of like essential phone because it's just unique. Like, come on, look at this thing. It's kind of ridiculous to think that everyone else is building out notches and Samsung just did this again for the second year in a row. Like they didn't even need to improve it because of what they did last year. So yeah, I, I mean, I've got like some thoughts clearly on this thing. Um, I'm looking forward to playing with it and really testing the camera to see, see what that's capable of. But I think like we, you're going to get a lot of what you got last year, just with some updated bumped specs, which we talked about. So it was a, variable aperture stereo speakers i mean i mean people say that the phone may lack a, a wow factor but the whole damn package is a wow factor i, I mean they're sort of doing what no one else does which is packing everything you want they aren't skimping on anything it's no. got it's got wireless charge fast wireless charging it's got your headphone jack yeah. stereo speakers yeah. what the hell more do you people it's kind of weird actually to see a headphone jack most of the phones I play with now don't have headphones. It's it's actually this is actually kind of weird. I mean, it's like earlier this week or something. I unboxed like that Huawei Mate 10 Porsche Design Edition. Like it didn't have a headphone. Like I'm just so used to nothing. And like, look, there it is. It looks kind of weird, right? To see like a headphone check on. Me. Uh, I will say yes. Uh, Steve zero seven two zero four points out in the chat. Uh, he wants fast updates, and that is something this phone probably will not receive, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. But hey, it launches with Oreo. Maybe it's got that uh, that thumb it, it there. It should have treble. Treble. If you're going to launch with Oreo now, I'm pretty sure you have to support treble. Yeah, so maybe that will lead to better updates. I mean, still, like everyone says that treble should solve the problem, but until I see it, I don't believe it. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it has the opportunity to help the problem. Help. Yes. Not, definitely not, not completely. completely solve. Um, that That is going to be one of those storylines we watch this year. Mm-hmm. You know, like last year, we just went through that year where it was one of the worst update years in history. But now when these new phones come out, they'll have Oreo, they'll have trouble support. And then we'll get a C. Like, can these companies do it any faster with that there? I don't really know what to think. I, I hope so. I hope maybe they would take it somewhat seriously. But like when Android P comes out, no, right? When it drops probably in August, we're going to start like the countdown to who can do it, who could do it first. Hopefully Samsung will get there. Uh, but speaking of that, like that's, that's really kind of what it's going to boil down to for me with this. I already know and it's software and, and, and not necessarily just the software updates. That is a huge part of it, but I just don't like Samsung software. I, I like it's hard to like find things about it that are enjoyable. I just don't like the way they do things. I don't know. It's hard to explain because it's all these little things, right? Like Samsung skin isn't the worst. It's we've talked about a lot. How about this has gotten a lot better. It's usable. Um, they, They follow quite a bit of Google's guidelines. Now they just tweak some stuff to their own liking, but there's like all these little things. Like there's no double tap to wake on the screen, right? unless you double tap on the little home button down there and then it pops up. But like they want to tell you like you can also double tap on your little icons. But like if I double tap on one, then I have to either unlock or swipe up to like get into that. Like that seems, that seems like an extra step. Like I just want to see that. I don't know. There's just like all these little things that just drive me nuts. Like the notification area is like really cramped all the time. Where? Yeah, but like that's the thing though is when you're evaluating phones now because they're all good, right? Like yeah. everyone, yeah, it's a, nitpick. 
good. Like you have to find the things that set them apart. And to, in order to find the phone that works the best for you, like that's what makes the difference. Like everyone has a good camera, right? I think Google still has the best camera, but like I haven't tested this. So I shouldn't say this, but mm-hmm. like, right. Like, so you look for like those little things like, well, is it just better? Is it like the camera just better? Or like, is the software just better? So that's kind of where I think we're at, which is, which is sad in a way. Like it was fun when it was like, this one has dual core now. And this one has two gig Ram. And like everything changed at, from one phone to the next. There was like a new spec being introduced. That doesn't happen anymore. We get more polish, uh, which is fine. It's a, it's a good place to be. It's just not as fun. <laughs> Stockerburn55 in the chat saying, after a review, do you guys slap Nova Launcher or Pixel Launcher on the device or on a non-Google phone? For the most part, yeah. Yeah, like if it's an LG phone, absolutely. Uh, probably three quarters of the way through a review, I'll slap a launcher on once I have an understanding of what their stock launcher is all about and I can't stand it anymore. I'll just put a launcher on then. In the review process, I'll go back, put on the stock launcher so I can take the screenshots for the review and all that. And then I'll go straight back to whatever custom launcher I'm using. But for the most part, yeah, I'll try and use the Google Now launcher because the Pixel launcher is exclusive to Pixel phones. And then, um, yeah, Nova launcher on some other devices. Just, you know, how frisky I'm feeling, which is pretty frisky sometimes. I'm kind of the same way. I, I always try to evaluate it for the first like week or so with like the full experience that they deliver because that's how they think their phone is the best right like when samsung ships a phone like it's launcher it's everything is how they they think it's the best um and usually i hate it so yeah like towards the end i kind of will do like a flip and throw on like either just like yeah google now launcher or nova and set it up my way to see if like that changes any of my views on the phone like is it really just their software that's driving me nuts and will it change if i can customize the heck out of it sort of thing that's kind of i think that's how tim and i kind of both do these reviews like we we do it the way they give it to us because that's how they want it and then towards the end we maybe switch and kind of tweak some things but uh yeah, we try and look when they ship a phone, that's how they think it's the best. That's how I look at it. So I, I'm going to use it that way and critique it that way. And then, yeah, often, I mean, like if I were like last year, I used the regular S8 for a long time. Um, and it was, you know, like Nova now, like I had the full custom Nova set up on there and it was, it was fine. I, I mean, I enjoyed the S8 for quite a bit last year. Yeah. You haven't even talked about AR emoji, and that's kind of a problem with me because AR emoji might be my favorite feature of the S9. I know it's so funny too. Like when I was doing the unboxing, I found like that setting in the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't thought about it since until Can you right, do one now. right now. Can you like just pull it up and do one? And I'll keep the, I'll, I'll keep the people busy. <laughs> I honestly don't even know how to do it. I haven't looked enough into it, other than like it's in the camera. And I'm sure you got to open up the camera, snap it. Can't take too long, I would think. All right, let's see. In the meantime, I can answer some questions. Um, I see a lot of people talking about. Uh, I see a lot of people talking about stuff here. Um, Scott Washington, one of our good friends in the chat, timely updates and clean software. I'll throw away the headphone jack and wireless charging for that. Hey, I'm with you. Um, timely updates. It's something that obviously Android OEMs have not mastered yet only google seems to be well essential essential is impressing the hell out of us with its monthly security patches i know it's still working on the oreo thing but maybe by the time android p comes around it'll be ready i mean you know the problem is is that we think that these developer previews will help 
I mean, we're getting our first taste of these new versions of Android months before they're released. And so the OEMs have all this time and yet still they're still taking six months plus after an official release later in the year uh, to, to knock it out. And that's obviously a real problem. So let's see how Kellen's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Not that great. The first one like looked absolutely nothing like me. Nothing like you. It should look exactly like you. And if you have to choose male or female, like it doesn't know that, which is fine. That's fine, dude. If people look a little ambiguous. It's like a selfie of you and then it analyzes it. Oh, gosh. And then it, like, (laughs) this doesn't look anything like me. Oh, well. No, the eyes look weird. Like they have like eyeliner on or something. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe it was maybe because of the the, the lighting. Yeah. You have like a shadow under your brow. And I mean, I am wearing a hat and, yeah. and headphones. I think it kind of looks. I mean, you like could change it. the hair. Like the first one, it made was like some long haired, like hipstery dude. Maybe that is definitely not me. <laughs> this is pretty. I think it actually me. got the shape. I think it got the of shape of your head. Okay, like nose. I think it's like the weird eyeliner around the eyes. I can't wait to see what it's going to do with my nose. Uh, for anyone know, I mean, like uh, my my family's uh, like from Eastern Europe and stuff, so my nose is very pronounced. And uh, I can't wait to see what the Galaxy S9 does with it. <laughs> it's gonna be probably pretty atrocious. <laughs> I can't stand my nose. You know what, dude? That kind of looks like you. Not it's, as like a knock. Like, again, I think it's the weird eyeliner they put on it, which is what looks so weird. Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> kind of weird. It kind of looks soulless. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Anyways, that's interesting. I'll play with that later. Oh, I know, like, yeah, it should have been one of those things I played with, like, right away. I just haven't can't had a chance put, to dive into yeah, it. Yeah, maybe if you put, like, a little backwards cap on it or something like that. I yeah, mean, I think you can mess with all that stuff. Oh, that's cool. I can't wait to try that. I'll start sending you creepy ones. Like, yes, right. yeah. it, can't, it can't do like cats or dogs or anything. Just humans. I honestly have not played with it at all. I forgot about it until right now. I saw someone mention in the chat as you were like, I can't believe you haven't talked about it. I totally <laughs> forgot all about it. That's the wow factor, really guys. Nice. Yeah, and of course, don't forget to do super slow-mo and stuff. I mean, and just so everyone knows, I mean, we, we will have a full review out sooner or later. Once our we pre-ordered the device, we should have it, you know, sooner or later and I'll be diving into the camera heavy. Callan will be diving into it. It's going to yeah. be intense. Yeah, we'll have tons of stuff over the... Like, I'm going to spend most of the weekend with this one. Um, then hopefully the other two unlocked units we have show up too so we can play with those. Tim will be on that camera shootout. We'll have all all the stuff. It'll it'll be out sooner than later. Yep. Yep. And yeah, slow, super slow-mo. To see the Animoji, see, Ethan said Animoji is better than AR emoji. I would agree. Like, I want to be a fox or like a dog and talk. I don't care about an a- emoji that's of me that doesn't look like me with eyeliner. I want to be a pile of poo. Yeah, see, I want to be a talking poo. Like Apple, <laughs> one of the cleverest things they did is create an emoji because they're just funny. Like a talking poop is funny. Like that stuff's clever. Making like a creepy version of myself. <laughs> I don't know that that's that cool. It's kind of like, you know, I, I mean, think it's, it's kind of cool. cool. But it's, it's not as like, cool as talking poo, but it's it cool. Selfie and then tries to analyze that. And like the first couple of selfies it took were like blurry and not even focused. And it tried to create me. So the emojis just look clean, right? I mean, really, yeah. it's just it's just using your voice and eyes like it just works. And that's the thing with Apple. It, right. it just works. Why oh, can't anyone works. else get this? It's magic. Yeah. It just works. It's and we think you're really going to enjoy it. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so anyway, we have a Galaxy S9 finally in-house. Uh, 
we'll go crazy with the S9 more than likely. So crazy. It just sucks because it showed up like the day that Android P dropped. <laughs> and not that there's that much more to talk about with Android P right now, but playing with new versions of Android versus Samsung phone, new version of Android. Yeah. At least to me. But I'm an Android guy. I'm not a Samsung guy. <laughs> All right, moving on from there. Unless there's anything else with the uh, S9 you want to talk about. I don't think so. I think it kind of... color's pretty hot. I mean, I don't necessarily wow. know that I need a purple phone, but... This purple is way better than last year's purple. Yeah, it's way more metallic, not as kind of subtle yeah. and matte. It and looks seriously good. like the matte purple finish on there. Is that's really hot. Nice. Like that's actually really cool. I wish, like I just wish, I so much. I pray um, that we get like new, like red. I want red. I want like a bright green. Like I want colors. Yeah, I would man. take like a bright lime pale green or something. I just. Yeah. More, more stuff well, obviously need, you, they test these things and realize that no one buys them except black and blue or something but that's why even that's a white of, one they didn't even make a white one white would be hot too with nah. like a white matte finish on there mm. that would be clean yeah moving on all right moving on to notches uh huawei's p20 lineup uh the press images were leaked by Ev leaks. It was from Ev leaks, right? I mean, it has to be probably. Yeah, the yes. Huawei P20. So it's coming like in March. Uh, it won't come to the U.S., so we probably won't talk a ton about the Huawei P20. But but it's it's heavy on the notch. Um. So he Super posted. Heavy. There's multiple versions, right? There's a P20, P20 Lite, P20 Pro. Correct. It's a nice looking phone. I mean, it does look like an iPhone. All of them. Um, yeah. One of them has a fingerprint reader on the front bottom chin. One has it on the back. One, no, two have it on the front bottom chin. Like they're nice looking. The problem is like they went notch, except like they still have a big fat bottom chin, which like, the iPhone 10 doesn't. Like if you're going to go notch, at least copy the version that Apple did. Like Apple, there's no bottom chin whatsoever, right? You have the notch and it wraps all the way around. It's all display. Like this phone has notch up top and a giant bottom chin. Like, isn't the point of the notch because you were that's where you were you know needed the space? Why is the bot? I mean, if this is what we're doing, Android guys, like <laughs> I'm not here for this. Oh, we're in trouble. I mean, to have the notch plus a fingerprint reader and chin, it doesn't make any sense. Unfortunately, the the, the best design they have isn't even all that great, and that's for the P20 Lite which is like the the bare bones model. It's got the fingerprint reader on the back, dual cameras and all that. But then on the front, you have a freaking chin with the Huawei logo. I mean, oh, that's the light. That's the, the one light. with the fingerprint reader on the back. Because, yeah, that's the best looking one. Yeah. And, uh, and that's unfortunate because you aren't going to want to run that one. Um, I mean, the the one you would think you would want is the P20 Pro, which is going to have like some crazy quad HD display, some triple camera setup and all that, but it's got a fingerprint reader on the front bottom chin with a notch. <laughs> so Huawei's doing drugs. <laughs> That's just all there is to it. I, you know, I guess essentials phone has a bottom chin in the, but it has like a tiny little notch up top. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bertzer in the chat says that solves it. You guys need to stop wasting time covering Huawei. Bertzer, you may be right. You know, we'll stop covering Huawei. We'll start covering Sony more. We know how much you would appreciate that. We are. This is the year of Sony for us. We're just waiting for that to come to the U.S. I'm all about that XZ2. Oh, yeah. We're we're getting units. Don't even worry, Bertzer. Oh, yeah. 
Don't worry, Bertzer. We're back with you. We're back. <laughs> no notches on Sony phones. God damn it. Um, Dan Perkins in the chat says, and you guys don't like Samsung skin. How about EMUI? I recently reviewed the Huawei uh, Mate 10 Pro. Not a fan of the new EMUI. <laughs> I, I liked it when it got updated on the Honor 8 as well as the Mate 9. But on this Mate 10 Pro, man, it is bad. Um, you can check out my full review. Of course, I go into great detail uh, as to why I don't like it. But I would I would use Samsung's experience. Um, I just shorten that to sex as experience sex. Sex <laughs> I 9. Like I use sex 9. I would use sex 9 more so than EMUI. Um Oh at God! This point. Yeah, <laughs> EMUI has gotten real bad. As much as I don't know that it was ever good. It. Like it felt like it improved, right? And then it's it did just... improve. It did improve. Okay, good point. It did improve, and it still has a few helpful features. Like I like the knocking and the drawing of letters to open apps and stuff. Like that's great. But I would still use Sex Nine. <laughs> the the Huawei the Huawei skin. This still just blows my mind. After all these years. You still cannot expand your notifications on the lock screen. Like lock screen and notifications are two of the core features of Android. And if you have a notification on a Huawei phone and you try to swipe into it, you have to like password pin the hell out of there to open up your phone. Like it is the war. That's like the, there's when I talk about Samsung and like there's little things that bug me. It, the little things that bug me can often make you just completely hate a phone that with Huawei is why I can't use their phones because I do so much from the lock screen. It's, it's just crazy. Some of the choices these guys make like no one is no one else providing them the feedback that this is a terrible decision. Apparently maybe, not. Maybe they're concerned about privacy. I don't know. It's just, you would think maybe in the settings you can enable right. uh, like, like Android has a basic setting where you can say, show all notifications, hide some, keep some secret. Like there's actual settings in Android where you could decide. And Huawei is like, no, you, you shouldn't decide that. We, we don't want you doing that. <laughs> Bircher saying relegate Huawei to the Sega category. <laughs> I mean, at least Huawei's putting out actual phones you can buy. I mean, it's, you know, it's not easy to do. And they are like the number three OEM in the world. You got to give them some credit. They just, they, you know, they didn't do well here in the U.S. Thanks to the government taking our phones. And, uh, and their software is pretty bad. So they've got some work to do, obviously. But yeah. Uh, but we got a first look at the P20, so it won't come here. So we probably won't talk about it that much more. No, probably not. Um, in essential phone news. So we talked at last show in our MWC recap about the Vivo Apex, which was an all screen fronted phone, like almost zero bezel on the thing, including no front camera. And what Vivo had done was incorporate a pop-up front camera. Uh, What's funny is over the weekend, someone sent a tweet to Andy Rubin and said, hey, did you guys see this? And he goes, yeah, sure. Check this out. And he responded to the person with a with a link to a patent they have for a pop-up front-facing camera. And uh, that, that doesn't necessarily mean like the next essential phone is going to have a pop-up camera. But they filed for this thing like in 2015 or something. Like Andy Rubin and the boys and the crew... And everyone, they were thinking about this years ago. So they actually have a patent for it. it actually, it still might be pending. I can't actually tell. But um, so, the, and there's mock ups of potentially what an essential phone could look like with a pop up camera and over. And their idea was the same as Vivo's in that um, when you flip to the camera, it just pops up instantly so you can take it. And then when you're done taking that, it automatically retracts, which is pretty cool. Um, it, 
it looks like a cool idea. I just worry that when you introduce another moving hardware piece, you're just setting yourself up for hardware failures and disasters. Yeah, I mean, if that thing pops up and let's say it doesn't go back down one time, you chuck that thing in your pocket or a bag, it it's going to break. I mean, you know, it's probably not going to be the strongest. So while a cool idea, it's probably not the, the greatest one to actually um, implement into something. Yeah, and then, you know, if they're trying to make phones smaller, you can only have sort of like the module, the sensor itself be so deep and all that. Like you, you sort of limit yourself in terms of, uh, you know, the actual yeah. design of the camera. So, yeah. Or like Bertzer said, dirt gets in there. Yeah. I mean, you would have to somehow figure out a way to seal it. You know, like we're throwing all water resistance out if you're opening up your phone to pop up a camera. Uh, yeah. You have to worry about all the element, everything. So it's, like it's a cool concept. I just I don't think that anyone should probably do it. It is a cool can a uh, cool concept for sure. Yeah. Especially since you know we're doing this whole notch thing, which notch live. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on though, that's just a thing, the essential thing. Um, HTC U12. So Lab Two. I was calling Lab Two Fur. I, I just assume that's how you pronounce. However, he's spelling his name. Lab Two Fur is a. Uh, He's essentially just a Twitter personality that leaks HTC stuff and he's done it for years. So he's kind of reliable in this, in this uh, scene, but he dropped uh, what he believes are the HTC U 12 specs. The what last phone from HTC. Yeah, it could be the, <laughs> the last phone ever. It's getting uh, it's getting pretty grim at HTC. So um, do you want to run through the specs? I would love to. So HTC U 12 expected, here, not too long from now, I would, uh, I would expect a uh, codename HTC Imagine. For processor, Snapdragon 845 display, a 6-inch, uh, technically 5.99-inch Quad HD+. Plus, uh, up to 6 gigs of RAM, so we're assuming we, we're going to have different variants. Some will have 6, probably the other ones will have 4. Yeah, I think they've done like a four everywhere and six in China for the last couple of years. Yeah, and the same with the storage. So 256 gigs, uh, if probably if you get that six gig variant, and then probably like 128 max if you get it anywhere else. Um, dual uh, rear-facing cameras, 12 megapixel plus a 16 megapixel. We don't have any other type of specification, no aperture ratings or anything like that. 8 megapixel front-facing camera. Battery, non-removable, 3420 milliamp hours. Pretty large, but you know it's six inch quad HD plus Snapdragon eight forty five. I mean, this thing's a tank. Yeah. Um, IP sixty eight rating. It has HTC Face Unlock. <laughs> it's got Edge Sense, so you're sort of your your squeeze Ooh. resistant stuff. Um, although the other crap they built into it, um, <laughs> it will ship according to this with Oreo Sense ten on top, which is you know it's a not a not a bad. <laughs> Shut up. Not a bad skin. Um, Anything that says sense in it, I just kind of shake. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Full treble support and AB seamless updates. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay. Um, Although, why doesn't... I mean, I guess it needs updates if it's going to be HTC's last phone, right? And this, of course, is me just joking around. We don't know if this is HTC's last phone. We just sort of hope it is. Uh, Just kidding. (laughs) We've got a a single... We're just assuming that it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard any good news come out of HTC in a while. No. Uh, and then there will be two sim versions, one single and one dual. So that sounds like a flagship That's phone nice. to me. They make nice looking hardware too. And after oh, yeah. that U11 plus thing, that looked great. This is like the upgraded version of that, that hopefully will come to the U S Yeah. if it doesn't, then for sure rest in bees. 
Um, it sounds pretty nice. Uh, since 10, I think I've talked about this on the show. I think right when I, like I did a U 11 briefing with them last year when the U 11 was coming out and I said like, what version of sense is this running? And they were, they kind of went, no, we don't, we actually don't really call it sense. Like it's just our software. And I was like, what do you mean? You don't call it sense. Like it's, you you've called it sensor and they're like, no, no, no. It's just like, I know like people talk about it like that, but it's just our software. And I was just like, what? Uh, <laughs> it was so confusing. And then sure enough, like all their marketing material says like sense nine or whatever it was. It was the weirdest conversation ever. It's like, they didn't want their skin to be known as something, but it totally is known as something. Ben Jacobs in the chat says, haven't used HTC in a while. How is their UI heavier light? I would say that sense is sort of on the light side. I mean, yeah. they do, they get, do give you some, you know, new icons for your apps and all that. And they, they, they tweak up the settings menu. But of course, we are getting Oreo with this apparently. And we don't know what Sense 10, at least I don't know what Sense 10 is. So they could have changed it up. They, they could also try and slim it down to help the update process. Yeah. Which so, I think they've kind of done over the last couple of years. Like it's, it's, it's fairly light in terms of skin. Like it has their own launcher on it. Um, and they have their own suite of apps, but they kind of leave a lot of it stock ish. I don't it, think it's they one have... of the better skins, I would say. Yeah, they don't have Blink Feed anymore, do they? Yeah, no, they do. Oh, sheesh. Yes, <laughs> Blink Feed's so terrible. Yeah, there was a I time when the original Blink Feed wasn't awful. And at first I thought it was, and then I set it up because it was just a news thing. Yeah. Initially, like that was all it, and you could have it pull up some news stuff. And Google then they now. started messing with it. Mm-hmm. Like they they licensed, I think, some of it to certain content providers. And so you had to only choose like like I think it was like sports, it was like only ESPN. You couldn't like choose where you wanted to get a lot of your info from. And then they started wanting to put like Twitter and Facebook in it. Like it got really bloated and garbagey, and now it sucks. Like I, I haven't used it in a long time, but it used to be better than I think we first gave it credit for. But yeah, I wouldn't touch. You could still turn it off. Their phones yeah. are filled with ads and stuff now. I don't know if you guys know that. Like, like you, they have like widgets and stuff with like promoted apps and things like that. Um, they're the blink feed thing. I'm pretty sure is filled with them as well. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of it's kind of brutal. But like, I have an unlock ten that I just updated to Oreo, <clears throat> and uh, like I, I think initially. I got a pop-up or something. It was like an ad for an app. And I went, wait a minute. What, what is this? Yeah, Dan Perkins asking, uh, what's worse, Blinkfeed or Bigsby? Well, it's got to be Bigsby, right? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I haven't used Blinkfeed in years. So well, Blinkfeed's just kind of irrelevant, right? Like no one really cares. Exactly. Bigsby. So back on the S9 for a second. So yesterday, <laughs> set up the phone, right? Got, going through all my stuff. Obviously, there's a Bigsby button still. I hit it it popped up in bigsby i've since turned that off so that will stop doing that but the setup process for bigsby is a disaster it's like a nine step process just to get to the point where you can use bigsby you think about that like google assistant you you hit the button once and it says like do you want to opt in and you say yeah and then it goes, okay, now train. We need to learn your voice. So you do the command, right? Three times. And it goes, okay. And then the thing pops up and says, this is what I can do. And you're ready to go. Big speed was, I'm pretty sure it was nine steps. And each one, it was telling me something. And I would hit skip and it wouldn't like skip the whole process. It would just skip that one and take me to the next. And it would talk, talk through something. And then I had to like opt in and then take me to something. And it just went, it was like one thing after another, like no reason. I mean, or no wonder we trash on this and cause it because it doesn't make any sense. It's so overwhelming. 
I, and, and now I don't even want to use it. Like when, <laughs> when, you, when you're set a process for what's supposed to be your flagship thing takes nine setup screens and explanations. That's just way too much. You got to simplify this stuff. So what I'll be doing is once the, my S nine or S nine plus uh, comes in, I will be doing a side by side. I will set up Google assistant up alongside Bigsby and we'll see just how long each one takes. I'll write up a post and which will the headline will probably read like Bigsby takes way too effing long to set up. (laughs) I actually, as I was setting it up, I was contemplating writing like what in the hell is Samsung (laughs) doing with this? I'll do this because I want to get the video and all that. Like uh, that, that sounds like fun. It was, it was pretty awful. I wish I could reset it to walk back through like on air to show you guys how awful it is. But there's like tutorials everywhere because they're constantly trying to teach you how to use it because no one knows how to use it. Yeah. It's too complicated. Yeah. It's way too complicated. And I get it. We'll see some people in chat that go, I love Bigsby. I use it all the time to do everything. No, No, we won't. (laughs) No one's going to, I dare someone to say that in the chat right now. You get banned. Some people, (laughs) yeah, you're banned. (laughs) You like Bigsby, you're banned. We, the, I don't think we've given enough credit to the fact that adding a Bixby button is probably one of the worst hardware decisions in all of smartphone history. If they would just open it up to let you kind of access any app quickly, that would be sick. I mean, that's not that hard to do. And plus, I mean, we do believe there are, are those workarounds still available that came out with the essay. Like there was like a crap ton of apps that launched on Google Play where you just click that button. It would reroute the action to like I, I open up. I think they probably still exist. They oh. were just so sneaky and awful that I wouldn't tell anyone to install. They were bad. Cause yeah, they would like open an app, which would cause something else to then open. It, it was not, those workarounds were not good. I don't know why people were excited about those because it's better than having an open Bigsby. That's true. But you can now turn it off. Yes, you know, you like I, hit, I hit the button. It doesn't do anything. That's kind of um, sad. But, you know, they placed it right opposite of the power button. So when you go, like if you're holding your phone like this and you go to click the power button, like, you squeeze your phone enough, you click that. It, they put it in the worst spot, and they probably did that on purpose, but Jesus, Samsung. What a terrible idea. No one was asking for another physical button to do anything. You know, Google's implementation of the squeezy thing along with HTC, it kind of works. You pick up your phone, you're holding it, you can squeeze, but you're not accidentally, you know, because you can adjust the pressure so you're not accidentally squeezing or whatever too. But an, an extra button to deal with your assistant, which you launched in alpha that didn't even work for the first four months. Yep. What are you thinking? Not a good look. Not a good look at all. No. Anyway. So yeah, the, the U12 <laughs> will be coming later yeah. this year. Yeah, back on topic. The <laughs> and, and, and there's all the specs for you. So I hope you're excited for HTC's last hoorah. I'm so excited for <laughs> HTC 2018. <laughs> oh God. Most of <laughs> Uh, that was a uh, premature for sure. Uh, that, that <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't watch this one's gonna drop and just be the greatest phone ever. It totally could it be, it still I mean, won't sell, but it could be the phone of the year. I'm it calling could. it now. <laughs> <laughs> 12 phone of the year. Oh, if they make uh, if they make the back translucent and kind of transparent like they did, um, I love that look, and the hardware looks great. Like, I've thought a lot of these phones look good. Um, the oh, yeah. I would take a U transparent U12 plus, or you know, they had all these kind of metallic blues and greens, and they just and that oh, that white one that was sort of like pearlescent. Oh, that was hot, that was really nice, which didn't come here though. That color no, didn't it did not. Here. We tried, yeah, 
Yeah, we tried. And moving on. All right, you want to talk about the huge news of the oh year? God, guys, get ready for this. Um, massive news. Epic Games announced yesterday, last night after I was done with work, but then I suddenly got right back on the computer and wrote this. Fortnite Battle Royale is coming to iOS and Android devices. That is right. And we're not talking some... I don't know, watered down version. We're talking about like actual battle Royale. I don't know how they intend on doing it. Like that's the thing. We don't have details into how this works. They'll probably be working with like larger outlets, like the verge or tech crunch or something to kind of break down into details about how the, the, the tech will work for it. But what we do know is that Fortnite battle Royale is coming. It's coming to iOS devices. First, there's going to be an invite sign up next monday on the Fortnite website so if you have an ios device uh specifically uh ios 11 on at least an iphone 6s se ipad mini 4 ipad pro ipad air 2 and ipad 2017 devices so if you have one of those you can sign up for an invite and if you do get an invite you uh, will get a few more invites uh to play with your friends so that's awesome. And in terms of Android support, they say it will come in the next few months. I don't even care. I don't care if it takes like another year to get here. I, I, I'm just, well, maybe I won't even be playing this game by, before this comes out. But still, the fact is, you've got the world's most popular game right now on Xbox, PlayStation, and PC coming to smartphones, which is sort of ridiculous. So I'll try and I'll read um, what they say in their little announcement, which is up on our site. It says, in partnership with our friends at Sony, Fortnite Battle Royale will support cross-play and cross-progression between uh, PS4, PC, Mac, iOS, and eventually Android. Uh, so this means players can uh, players across devices can squad up with players and play with friends and play together. So. This is a good thing in in a few ways. Sure, if you're on a phone, you can play your Battle Royale. It's also a great thing for anyone who has a controller or a keyboard in their hands who can dominate you because there is no way that you're going to win a gunfight uh, against someone on a on a PC or with a PlayStation controller in their hands. There's just no way. Right. I, I, I dare you. Unless you have like a Bluetooth um, uh, controller hooked up to your smartphone or something, then, then maybe it's possible. But you still have a smaller viewing area. Anyway, anyway, huge news, Fortnite Battle Royale. I love this game so much. Um, I want to be streaming it tonight on YouTube Live, and I'll, I'll send out a, a, a tweet with the link and all that later tonight. But tonight's going to be... No Twitch. I'm not, you know, I'm not, an, I don't want to have to learn the Twitch platform. Like, I know YouTube, and it just works. I've got my live chat and, and all that. And plus Twitch, you know, it sort of revolves more, I think they... It's more heavily on like donations and subscribing and stuff. Like I don't care about that. I just want to like I can easily just stream the game and people can watch if they want to watch. That's fine. So, but YouTube does that stuff too, right? Subscribing and donating and all. that. Yes, you certainly can, and you can like uh, subscribe, donate, yeah, <laughs> you can sponsor a stream and all that. But like, I won't be asking for any of that because I don't. I just I enjoy playing the game, and me and I have a few buddies that play Fortnite. We play it almost every day religiously, and. And we dominate, and our gameplay is a lot really exciting, and it's fun to watch people who are good at the game. Not, I mean, you know, modest, uh, yeah, sort of. You know, I don't want to get too full of myself, but hey, I think I'm a pretty good Fortnite player, so it's fun. I haven't, I haven't seen you play. I'm assuming you're probably pretty good. <clears throat> I've seen you play other games, so thank you. Yeah, I mean, you yourself, you're a masterful Call of Duty player. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh uh, yeah. 
So yeah, uh, come to Android. Soccer burn in the chat asking Tim, you giving out Google Play gift cards for first solo victory royale against PC? You know, honestly, I don't think it'll ever happen. So sure, I'll I'll send ten dollars to anyone uh, the first time who can who shows me that they beat a PC player using a smartphone, and they better not be playing together or any of that. I'll look into this. I'll do my research, but there's just no way. No. someone on a phone you know i don't know what they're i just don't know how they're doing the control thing so there's so many buttons in fortnite your reflexes have to be so quick i just don't see how anyone on a phone could beat a console or pc player but hey we'll see people have surprised me before good stuff good stuff yeah all right, uh, let's see. Another quick news, though. Google's Duo, their video chat, video call app. I guess it's a video call app. Uh, it got an update this week that introduced video messages, which I actually think is kind of cool. Instead of calling someone a Duo and actually talking to them, you know, we don't like actual interactions these days. You can, like, call and quickly, like, almost hang up and hit this video message button and leave them a video message. Uh, the only thing is, like, you could do that on... You can essentially do that on Instagram or whatever else you want, right? Like send a video message to someone. But Duo, you can now do that too. Send people video messages. So it's kind of like Snapchat. In a way, right? Okay, that's cool. (laughs) I mean, right? Like you can leave video messages for people on other apps. We We just don't call it kind of like video voicemail, which is basically what Duo is trying to build these as. But Go away, Duo. Yeah, go away, Duo. I've never used it. I've never used Duo. Same with the chat used Duo um in huge youtube tv news nba tv this all happened the day so android p dropped on wednesday and at the same time nba or youtube tv added nba tv and mlb network and they told us they were coming we just didn't know when they like snuck those in on wednesday uh and they're already live and i've already watched plenty of nba tv i love youtube tv so this is this becomes like a a weekly reminder of how great youtube tv is i know we i wish we got paid for hawking youtube TV. youtube tv you want to sponsor the joy life show i was just going to say like this and this this is sponsored by youtube tv but no God, i yeah. wish it was um anyway they added those channels it's, it still gets better uh as a reminder though and i'll probably do a post next week to really really remind you actually i might need to do it today um YouTube TV's price is going up like next week, like Monday or Tuesday to 40 bucks from 35. But if you lock in like now, you get 35 and you still get all the channels and all that stuff. So keep that in mind. As Sean Tillman in the chat points out, and he's 100% correct, he says, dude, YouTube TV is pimp. <laughs> and it absolutely is pimp. Yesterday, I booted up and I was watching MLB Network. I was watching the Dodgers. I was watching, uh, who else was I watching? Yankees, man, I, I'm watching baseball again. It's just spring training. Like this is amazing. And now with uh, T-Mobile giving out that free MLB at bat uh, season, I'm just gonna have baseball out the wazoo. Uh, and I, the apps are it. great. Oh, the apps are Fire great. And the thing is, you can have if you have a family, you got six different accounts, I believe, all or six different people attached to one account. I mean, sometimes I'll be in my office watching something. Wife's out there in the living room watching. Something. I mean, you can watch it on multiple TVs at the same time. Mm-hmm. Scott Washington points out, Tim, why are you watching Dodgers? Dude, baseball is baseball. And uh, what sucks is I'm in, <laughs> I'm technically in the Mariners market. So last oh, night, man. the Giants were playing the Mariners and it was on YouTube TV. However, not in my market. I was blocked from watching it. <sighs> so. It's don't great. ask and totally lame it said like your your area blocked from watching that and i threw oh, my because there's probably a local channel that plays mariners games that i don't have access to exactly because it's probably root sports 
Yeah, which which Root Sports won't stream on any platform. Root Sports is the worst. So Root Sports. So I run into the same thing with the Timbers because Root mm. Sports plays most of the Timbers matches, and I can't stream any of them. It sucks. But <sighs> it sucks. To that's the point. Baseball is baseball. Yeah, so true. I know it's the world's most boring sport, but I enjoy it. It's meditative. Ah, baseball. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. Is, it right, is it time? Is it trivia time? I think it's oh, trivia. Time. <laughs> yeah, insert trivia promo hype video music. Yeah. We need you like more. Do trivia. Yeah, yeah. Let's do some trivia. We need some more sound effects in here. Really bigly. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it bigly in here, people. Um, if you want to, this is that warning. We'll do like every show. If you're listening live, you're in the chat. You might want to do a little refresh. Get the livest of live streams you can. We'll give you a, you know, a minute here to do that if you want to. Otherwise, you can probably kind of tell whether or not you're as live as you can be with us. There is a delay from what we say to what you guys hear. So uh, it should keep it fair enough. But anyway, if you do refresh, you get that super live feed. Super live feed. And- uh, we do. Uh, we have five questions again, just like last week. We are going to hand out a little $10 Google Play to each person who wins uh, a question. Exactly. And the way this is going to work, we believe, is so uh, when I ask a question, you will answer in the chat as quickly as possible. The first person to answer correctly, uh, we will screenshot your name. And uh, what we'll need is you will email us and then we will try and verify. Well, we won't try. We will. We will verify you are the uh, winner and then we'll get you your prize. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right. Yeah. So we'll do question. First one answer. We'll screenshot that to prove who the winners are. We will then ask the winners because YouTube won't let us just contact you through the chat. So you're going to have to, if you're a winner and we'll announce your name, you need to email us. We'll email back. We'll, we'll verify it. We'll, we'll work you through how we'll verify that. I know that sounds a little clunky and we might find a better way to do that. But for now, that's just kind of what we're doing. It's it's not going to be that hard. No, it's not that difficult. Uh, Scott Washington giving away pro tips. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why he did this, but he says 360p for that infin- uh, infinitely low latency. <laughs> That's really I mean, funny. <laughs> you're messing up, dude. That's pro strat. Like you don't. Uh, you can't be telling that. that way yeah. to everybody. Anyway, yeah, pro tip. <laughs> Drop that stream to 360p. That's anyway, I guess let's get into it. Question number one. Question number one. All right. What was the dessert name for Android 2.2? And, uh, you know, we'll give you guys some time. I'm, I'm counting out like 15 seconds in my head. And if no one gets it, then I'll just go ahead and answer it. But I assume people have to know what the dessert name for Android 2.2 is. Seen a lot of guesses, but I've seen a lot. Oh, there we got one. There we go. We got one. I'm showing. Uh, where did he go? I got him. It's Soccer Burn 55. Soccer Burn 55. That's what I got too. Soccer Burn 55 with the correct answer of Froyo Android 2.2. A lot of people saying Eclair. A lot of people, even some people said Cupcake Donut. Man, it was the one right after all that Froyo. Android 2.2 was indeed Froyo. Congratulations to Soccer Burn 55. Oh, boy. I'm surprised at how many... Last week, everyone just hammered these things out. Like, first person was right. The first, like, four people were wrong. I I will have to say, you know, because we are giving away prizes, I did up the difficulty of some of these questions. Maybe you may want to Google something if you're not too sure. But again, the first person to blurt out the right one, I don't care if you're guessing or anything, the first person with the right guess 
gets the prize. So there it is. Uh, it's time for uh, question number two. Question number two. Who was the second Android OEM to produce a Nexus device? So I'll go ahead and read that one again. Who was the second Android OEM to produce a Nexus device? HTC was the first. Who made the second Nexus device? Good luck. What, what if your answer isn't right? It's I'm. They're always right. Someone, Eric Ortiz. Oh, so Eric Ortiz last week in the chat. Last week, yeah. dominated last week, and from what I can tell, he got it right this week as well. Eric also Ortiz showing Eric Ortiz on my chat. Fantastic. So Samsung is the correct answer to the. Uh, they were the 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 second. They gave us the Nexus S with the Hummingbird processor running oh, gingerbread. That was good times indeed. And to asking if my questions or my answers are wrong. I know everything. I invented Android trivia. Keep your toes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, fan, Eric Ortiz, he, we might have to just disqualify him. He's too good. Too good. He's on that like 180p. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's got that super he's audio only. <laughs> yeah, he's actually down in my living room. He's He's got all the... <laughs> um, all right, question number three. What year was the Pixel C released? So I did mention this in the uh, in the chat earlier. What year was the Pixel C released? It just lost support. It will get, uh, well, major OS support. It won't receive any more major OS updates. It will still receive. Uh, uh, there we go. Jeff McKnight in the chat with the answer of 2015. Jeff December McKnight. of 2015 to be exact. So congratulations, McKnight. Some people are just ahead of the game. Um, they're killing it. Uh, Jeff. Yeah, good job, Jeff. All right. Question number four. Question number four. I missed question number three, by the way. I know. I was kind of waiting, but you never did. I was doing something else. That's okay. You know, uh, we're amateurs. What is the official name of Android's mascot? So it sure as hell isn't Andy. Exactly. For a long time, we thought it was kind of Andy, blah, blah, but. What is the official name given by Google of Android's mascot? This one. Oh, someone. Someone. Yep. It ain't. There we go. Seth Merritt in the chat with the correct answer of Bug Droid. Bug Droid it is. I like uh, A lot of people called him Andy for a long time, and Google was yep. like, we don't call him Andy. We call him Bug Droid. Yep. It kind I, of threw everyone when they announced that. It was weird. Yeah, Brett Wright gets a special shout out. He just said Android guy. <laughs> and that's uh that's or Droidy McDroid face, Joe. <laughs> nice. Droidy McDroid face. Yeah. I will say I do like Andy. Andy the Android, yeah. like you're saying, yeah. more so than Bug Droid. Bug Droid <laughs> sounds kind of dumb. I mean, it threw us all off. And they said, you know what? We call him Bug Droid. Everyone, you <laughs> do what? <laughs> I mean, I know he's got his little like, antennas and stuff. Yeah, it's not that Weird. great. Yeah. All right, final question. Question number five. Question number five. What was the first device, Android device that is, to launch with ice cream sandwich? I'll read that again. What was the first device to launch with ice cream sandwich? I'm not telling you the year. I'm not telling you what Android version that was. I just want to know the first device to launch with ice cream sandwich. Good luck. It's a famous one. Oh, Brett comes with it. Galaxy Nexus is the correct answer. He was quick on it. With the answer, yeah. Yep. Brett Wright, congratulations. And that's it. That was question number five. 
That was question uh, number five. That was solid. You know, I, you know, one day we'll we'll have to have like a special ten question thing. We, <laughs> I love this. This might be my favorite part of the week from now on. So, I'm having a blast. So, what we're going to do is we will. I don't know how how how. Oh well, how do you want to? You just put our emails in the chat. Like, how do we make sure that these people have our contact information? Oh yeah, I'll drop my email in there right now. If you win, if you won, we called your name. I guess we could go through the list of yeah, here's, yeah, email, here's an email in the chat. Just send me an email if you won, and we will work out the details on how to get you your prize. Please don't everyone just flood me and try to lie to us that you won, because we will we have ways to verify. We do have ways to verify. That was a that was a lot of fun. Congratulations, everyone. Did you read out all of our winners? Uh let's see. We had Brett Wright with Galaxy Nexus on question number five. Seth Merritt with Bug Droid on question number four. Uh, Jeff McKnight had 2015 on question number three. Eric Ortiz with Samsung on question number two. And Soccer Burn 55 with Froyo on question number one. That's what I got. Perfecto. Um, and we I got see- them receipts. Yeah, we do have them receipts. So so the way it works, on, on your end, you may see that you answered first or anything like that. But the way we have to do it is in our chat and Kellen and mine, our chats are synced pretty well. So whoever we see first, and we'll screenshot it just to let everyone know. But like that, what we see is what it is. Um, if you were a little behind, we're sorry. Uh, you may have to upgrade your internet or lower the latency. Pro tip. Uh, but yeah, either way. I, I, I want to thank everyone for joining us. It, it was a blast again. And we yeah. will so our do five winners, again. you're each getting $10 Google play credit. So make sure you email us and we'll, we'll probably change up the prizes each week, but that's what we're going with this first week. So yeah, this first week just to, you know, we're at a beta now. This is our first public release <laughs> of uh, the Android trivia show. So yeah, Sorry. no, it's pretty good. So make sure to email yeah. Kellen and Emails get back coming to you. In. Oh, nice. Uh Oh, Hey, I win. I win. <laughs> That Google Play credit. Uh oh, it's somebody, and he included uh, his own screenshot. Oh, nice! <laughs> that shows wow. the, that shows on his screen that he was first. I, 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 if if he's still listening, Dan, if you're still listening, and I know you just sent me the screenshot, we have to go with what our screenshot shows and our shows. Soccer burn fifty five. Answered for. We're gonna get this right. We're gonna get a lot of these. Like, oh, absolutely. Screen, I was first, and that's totally you know it 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 happens, but. We just have to go with what we see, and um, and that's final. <laughs> yeah, because we both saw that, so it's just that's just what ours looks like. Yeah, and we'll double check. We'll double check everything. We'll make sure everything's legit. Don't worry, we got you. We've it's been doing this for a while. We're doing on the show. Yeah, that's probably why we won't be giving away phones. <laughs> just <laughs> no, this is why we're not going crazy yeah. at first. At first, cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that wraps it up. This is Droid Life, Droid Life Show episode 167. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, we'll probably be back next week. We got lots of Galaxy S9 stuff to talk through. So, uh, yeah. Peace. Check out that Fortnite live stream. Fortnite live stream, too. <laughs> Peace. All right. Let's-